Do you know what the scariest thing is? To not know your place in this world. To not know why you're here. That's... It's just an awful feeling. say thank you to you maestro because uh yeah we're what maybe a couple weeks after christmas here now and yet you you were kind enough to save for me a little piece of chocolate well just thought it might be something to get the new year started off right it it was very tasty although it had the texture of a brick being over two weeks old (laughs) but once i got past the texture portion the taste was quite exquisite thank you very much just like Israel, just complaining about everything, aren't you? <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it comes naturally. What can I? What can I say? Happy New Year to you, Maestro. Did you have a good? Uh, Happy New Year, to you. Did you have a good uh, Christmas? Was New Year's a holiday? great Christmas. Fantastic. And a great New Year. Any New Year's resolutions that you care to share with me? Mm, not give you any more chocolate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not give yourself any more chocolate. Just, just made that resolution you today. Know, that was probably it'll save you a lot of grief on the air. That's okay. for sure, no doubt about that. But come on, tell me, tell me about a New Year's resolution that you made that you know that you're going to give up on in a few futile weeks after attempted discipline. Oh, uh, try to get out of here early. Get to bed, get more rest. Oh, that's never going to happen. That's not even a resolution. I'm going to try. That's a New Year's lie to right yourself. Right now, today, oh. starting today. Well, okay. That's, you know, okay. Good luck with that. Why don't you keep a chart and see how, how many days, maybe even hours, you're able to keep that one in play. But uh, good good luck there. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, one of mine in just a minute, but not until... I have introduced the show. Welcome to another edition of Career Callings. I'm your host, Robbie Romeiser, and our mission at Career Callings is to help people avoid the financial and emotional pain of a bad career decision by helping them find, prepare for, and pursue the work God created them to do. You can join us today by phone, text, or email, phone or text at 864-381-7649. That's 864-381-7649. Or by email at Robbie at CareerCallings.net, R-O-B-B-I-E at CareerCallings.net. Now, I'll be honest with you, Maestro, I'm not very good at making and keeping New Year's resolutions, but uh, I will offer up to to you and to our listening audience of this New Year's reminder. Uh, back in 2013, I wrote a post for my daily devotional blog that I write called Today's Quote from God.com. And uh, I actually wrote it in December, or actually began the blog, rather, in December of 2012. But I wrote this particular post in December of 2013. I recently reran the post on today's quotefromgod.com. And I wanted to read it out uh, to you and to the audience because I think it's got a, a, it's got a, a truth in it that is a very applicable to the career calling concept we 
or concepts that we talk about here on the show. So I'd like to read it for you here. Uh, well, I will warn you up front that the post itself focuses on the work of evangelism in particular that every Christian is responsible for doing, and that that that, that it won't appear at first necessarily as applicable to the career calling message. But after I get through the post, I will absolutely demonstrate how this underlying truth absolutely applies to the career calling world. So with that, here's the title of it. Do you know the value of one soul? And the reference in the post is to Acts 8.27, where it says, so he got up and went. That's, of course, a portion of that particular scripture. Here's Here's the post. The book of Acts chronicles the explosive growth of the early church. And during this time, souls were being saved in mass as God manifested his power. But one day, God pulled Philip aside, telling him to leave his fellow apostles and the tremendous work they were engaged in to seek after one solitary soul on a desert road. To the casual observer, such an instruction seems ludicrous. Why leave a throng of people longing for the truth, among whom such so much good work for Christ can be accomplished, in search of one solitary soul? Don't the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one? When the human economy, most definitely, but in God's economy, it often makes sense to leave the flock behind in search of one wayward sheep. When we focus too much on a results-based approach to missions, we run the risk of leaving a single soul behind in our pursuit of the masses. Yes, we ought to cheer the missionary whose efforts produce dozens, hundreds, and even thousands of salvations in short periods of time. On the other hand, we need to pause before we poo-poo a missionary whose efforts seem unfruitful in comparison. God may have sent the latter missionary to a desert field where only one soul will be rescued from time to time. And when that occasional soul is rescued, we ought to cheer just as mightily as we do the missionary who brings throngs to Christ. In reality, it's not up to the missionary to bring in throngs or to bring in solos for Christ. It is God who draws both the masses and the solos to himself. All the missionary needs to do is be obedient to God's call, no matter if that call leads him or her to a fruitful field or to an unfruitful one. In both cases, we ought to cheer the missionary on, for the missionary's obedience will bring to Christ exactly the number of people Christ intends to draw unto himself. And that, my friends, is the end of that post. Do you know the value of the soul? Found on today's quote from God.com. And, of course, I will link to that website uh, and that post from careercallings.net slash radio in today's uh, broadcast. Now, I promised you an application to, to that uh, of that lesson to any type of career calling, and here is that application. In reality, it's, it's really not up to us to establish what our career calling is and to expect God to just bless our wisdom. I mean, a lot of people operate from, a lot of us, I've done it myself, we, we have our own plans, we have our own desires, we have what we think we're supposed to be doing when it comes to our vocation, and then we just ask God to bless our wisdom or what we think is wisdom. However, that's really not the way it's supposed to happen. To really be in tune with God's career calling for our lives, it's up to us not to establish our own path and have God bless it. It's up to us to discover what His calling is for our lives and then obediently pursue it, whether the pursuit of it makes sense to us or not. I mean, if you think about it from a human standpoint, it made no sense for Philip, like I mentioned before just a moment ago, in reading that article for him to leave the masses where people were being saved in thousands, by the, by, the, by the number of thousands, 
to go away after one solitary soul. And sometimes we're going to be called of God. We're going to be shown by God a particular vocational path that at least at first doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, so many times God will call us to a work that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And our initial response will be to ask him if he's got it right. You know, if he's got the right person for that job. I mean, there's biblical precedent for that. Moses did that. I mean, people don't realize this. But if you go back and read Exodus, when God was talking to Moses through the burning bush, I mean, Moses was like, eh, I think you got the wrong guy, Lord. I mean, I'm, of course, paraphrasing here. But the bottom line was, you know, I, you know, I can't speak so well. I'm not really this good at that and that, that good at this. And maybe you got the wrong guy. Moses did that. Gideon did that. I mean, how, you know, we all have heard about the fleece. Gideon was was called of God by God as a brave man. However, he was very fretful and fearful and was so unsure of the path that God was telling him to take that, God, that, that Gideon wanted to have God show him a sign, not once but twice, with the, with the fleece that, uh, that is uh, described in the Bible. And so that's what we do when God asks us to give up a comfortable work that may be, for, for one rather, that maybe isn't as comfortable. Maybe he wants us to give up a profitable work that isn't as profitable. And on, uh, you know, on the front end, it doesn't seem very fulfilling to take God's path. But after we have engaged in it, we realize it is exactly the work God made us to pursue. Just like it may not have seemed sensical for Philip to leave the throngs for the one person, but after he went and after that person got saved, it made a whole lot of sense. I guess what I'm trying to say is this. God's calling in your life might make perfect sense to you when he introduces you to it. And it might be everything you ever wanted it to be. But God's calling in your life might make absolutely no sense to you on the front end. But after you engage in it faithfully like Philip did, then it'll eventually make perfect sense to you after you do what God has told you to do. The bottom line is our job as followers of Christ is to seek his will, take the step that is in front of us that is obvious he wants us to take, even if we can't see the entire path or the end result, our job is to take the next step of faith, trusting the Lord to lead us down the vocational calling uh, path that he wants us to go on. And, and we don't, we, there, there's nothing in the Bible that says we have to understand everything he wants us to do other than take the next step of faith. So if God is, is yanking you in a direction that may not make sense, that lack of being able to understand it all does not necessarily mean you shouldn't take that step. That's between you and the Lord to figure out in prayer and in meditation. But at the very least, consider it, because it might be the very step God wants you to take. One last example of that. It made no sense for Abraham who was roughly 70, 75 years of age when God called him out of his homeland to go to the promised land. And all God told Abraham to do was go. Go in this direction. And that was it. He didn't have all the answers. He was just told to go. And sometimes that's all God ever tells us. Go in this direction, and I'll let you know the next step at the right time. Now, we only have a few minutes here before the break, but I want to introduce a concept with our good friend Johnny Paycheck from Take This Job and Shove It. Maestro, if you please. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more.
working here no more. Dude, I love that song. Man, I tell you, that's I just get chill bumps every time I hear it, Maestro. It's beautiful. Beautiful. We're going to introduce an article here by title and maybe get a little bit into it uh, before the break here. But it's called Five Reasons to Become Unemployable Unemployable by a lady named Sonia Thompson. For better or for worse, I found it on the HuffingtonPost.com. Not that I necessarily recommend that you read that a lot, but they do have a lot of decent career-related articles on that uh, website. And so the idea behind it, just to introduce it, and we will definitely finish up the article on the other side of the break. The author said, the other day I got word from a family member that lost his job, and when I asked what happened, I got a I got back a one-word response that explained it all, and the one word was politics, politics. And Sonia just goes on to say that, you know, the story is very old, things are going well, you're a talent, you're doing wonderful work for your job, and then suddenly you lose it because of politics or something else outside of your control. And what implications does that have for you and your career? Tune back in on the other side of the break, and we'll discuss. All right, I'm in studio here today with Dr. Jerome I.I. of Palmetto Proactive Healthcare. Doctor, how do you see Teach Me Morpheus helping your business? Palmetto Proactive Healthcare is a direct primary care clinic. We don't contract with insurance companies. Our patients are all self-pay. There's two ways to engage our practice, either a la carte or membership. Teach Me Morpheus will benefit our patients by providing an opportunity to educate our patients outside the clinic. For example, I see you for a sinus infection and realize you forgot to ask me something teach me morpheus can have one of our videos for science infection that you click you can go through my instructions uh, we'll basically become a 24 7 resource for our patients help your customers make money for your organization that's what teachmemorpheus.com a new online learning platform can do for your business or nonprofit. to learn more check out teachmemorpheus.com referral code his radio that's teachmemorpheus.com referral code his radio Only 27% of college grads are working in the career field for which they studied. The average cost of college is a little bit more than 18 grand a year. This means that 73% of college grads waste $75,000 and years of their lives pursuing fields of study they will never use in real life. To learn more about how you or someone you love can use biblical wisdom to avoid the financial and emotional pain of a bad career decision, visit careercallings.net slash discover, careercallings.net slash discover. Lisa Robertson, stars of A&E's Duck Dynasty, are proudly pro-life. I'm Lisa Van Riper with SC Citizens for Life, inviting you to hear their life-affirming testimony for the unborn and medically fragile at the Rally for Life on Saturday, January 9th at noon at the State House in Columbia. Join Al and Lisa Robertson and speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. Call 803-252-LIFE. All right, I'm in studio here today with Dr. Jerome I.I. of Palmetto Proactive Healthcare. Doctor, how do you see Teach Me Morpheus helping your business? For example, I see you for a sinus infection and you realize you forgot to ask me something. Teach Me Morpheus can have one of our videos for sinus infection that you click. You can go through my instructions. We'll basically become a 24-7 resource for our patients. To learn more, check out teachmemorpheus.com, referral code HISRADIO. That's teachmemorpheus.com, referral code HISRADIO. Maybe today will be your turning point. Listen to Dr. David Jeremiah weekday mornings from 1030 to 11 on Christian Talk 660. But our lives aren't just measured in years. 
They're measured in the lives of people we touch around us. This feels like my calling and my purpose in life. There's something different about this journey that's more heart connected. Purpose is more than just your core of, of your own self. It's beyond your own identity. Everybody ultimately wants to serve other people. You can have everything in life you want. You'll just help enough other people get what they want. And that little bit of sadness in the mornings you spoke of. Perhaps you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. On the folks at Career Callings, my name is Robbie Romeiser, your host here at Career Callings, where our job is to help people avoid the financial and emotional pain of a bad career decision by helping them find, prepare for, and pursue the work God created them to do. You can join us today by phone, text, or email, phone or text at uh, 864-381-7649. That's 864-381-7649. Or by email at Robbie at CareerCallings.net. That's R-O-B-B-I-E at CareerCallings.net. As I was saying right before the break, Maestro, Johnny Paychecks, take this job and shove it, just gives me chill bumps every take time I do that. Oh, yeah, I feel the goosebumps are coming back. No Woo-hoo. took all the reason I was working for. You better not. Five reasons to become unemployable by Sonia Thompson. We were just about to get into that article when we got up against the break there, so let me reintroduce it to you. She was writing an article for the HuffingtonPost.com. As I mentioned before, I'm not necessarily recommending that website on a regular basis, but they do have good career-related articles from time to time, like this one. <clears throat> what Sonia was writing is that a friend of hers was uh, recently ousted from a job due to office politics. That particular fellow was very good at what he did and had served there for a long time but no longer matched up to the political atmosphere there from an office politics standpoint. Also, we've all heard stories of people who have been ousted from their jobs due for for one reason or another. Maybe they became, quote-unquote, overqualified, or maybe they were earning too much, even though they were creating much more value than they were taking away from the company uh, monetarily. Nonetheless, all kinds of reasons, good people. Uh, are asked to leave, or maybe after they have left the company for one reason or another, have a difficult time finding other employment. So what Sonia was recommending is that people begin to focus on becoming unemployable. Now, what she means by that is become the type of person that does not do job interviews, become more entrepreneurial, become more of a consultant, someone who can contract your expertise out to other people. Now, I will I will share the thoughts her thoughts in this article with you with this caveat you know not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur i get that and i think i think most people do um there are different levels of entrepreneurialism as well there are people who actually build businesses there are people who build practices what i mean by that is a business is something that you can actually create that can run without you being involved on a day-to-day basis a practice is something that most definitely requires you be involved on a day-to-day basis because you're the, you're creating the product or service yourself. 
nonetheless, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds on that one, but bottom line is if you're geared towards that, if you have some inkling of investigating whether or not that type of world might work for you, then I would suggest that uh, you certainly listen to the key points here. Number one key point from her article, Five Reasons to Become Unemployable, is this. Number one, being employed is becoming more difficult. And that's a, that's an important thing to note. A study done by Intuit, which is the company, by the way, that makes QuickBooks and other accounting-related software, projected that by the year 2020, traditional full-time, full-benefit jobs will be harder to find. The study, well, I can tell you right now, they're harder to find now. They don't have to wait till 2020. Good grief. But nonetheless, the study also projected that by 2020, 40% of the U.S. workforce will be some type of contingent worker, including freelancers and contract workers. So in other words, the job pool is getting smaller. It's already getting smaller today. I think the latest statistic I've heard is that there's some 92 to 94 million Americans still out of work uh, these days, even though we supposedly have a very low unemployment rate. The reason why we have a very low unemployment rate is that because no one's counting the 92 to 94 million people that are out of work as unemployed. The report also noted, Sonia continues to write, that more than 80% of large companies are planning to dramatically increase their use of freelancers and part-time workers. So that's reason number one to become more entrepreneurial in your mindset and become more of a contract worker necessarily more so than maybe necessarily an employee number two reason that she gives is this permission is not required what does that mean well with the exception of professional services such as doctors lawyers and accountants you don't need permission to start a business doing most times of work as sonia continues to write if you want to teach dance teach it if you want to start a podcast grab a mic and start recording Or if you want to be a chef, fire up the stove and start cooking. If you sell something that people want to buy, no one cares much about fancy degrees, certifications, or how many years you've been in business. Now, this does not mean you don't have to invest time learning how to be better at your craft and learning the business of your business. It just means that you can seek out the information and training you need to get started. No one has to invite you to have a seat at the table. And I've discussed things about this educational side of things many times on the program before. There's so many different places online now where you can get courses. Uh, Udemy.com, U-D-E-M-Y.com is one such source where you can take online courses to learn an enormous amount of different subjects. If you are in the programming world or want to be specifically involved in some sort of computer-related world, I would check out Lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com. Another great source of online learning. So you don't have to go back to college for many things. Some things you do. But many things you can really educate yourself. Heck, from through YouTube, a lot of times you can do that uh, to some degree. So there are ways to educate yourself without needing to go through a long, drawn-out process or even necessarily a costly process. Number three reason that Sonia gives for becoming unemployable is this. It's easier than ever to start a business. Now, please... Don't misread that statement or misunderstand that statement. It's never easy to start a business. It is just easier today than it ever has been. Uh, For example, years ago, she writes, it used to be that you needed friends in high places, a fancy degree, or super deep pockets to start a business. Not now, not so much. Today, she writes, you can start a business for less than the price of your monthly cable bill. In his best-selling book, The $100 Startup, Chris... Uh, it's G U. Help me out, Maestro. G U I L L E B E A. Is that Gilbo? 
Gilebo? Gilebo? Guido. We just call him Guido. Chris. I'm going to call him Chris, Chris G. Chris G. wrote a book called The $100 Startup, <clears throat> which shared several case studies of many people who launched thriving businesses with $100 or less. And I'm sure many of you have heard of websites like Etsy, E-T-S-Y, Shopify, of course, the granddaddies, eBay and Amazon. There's so many different ways where you can set up online stores for very little money and sell your wares. Also, if you want to find some help to do some of the things that you don't do so well, maybe if you need help help creating marketing plans or marketing materials, for example, sites like Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, and Upwork.com have a vast array of independent contractors who will shop out their services and their ability to, to create things like that for you for very limited or very reasonable amounts of money. So it's a bootstrapper's paradise, as Sonia writes. Number four reason to become unemployable, you only get one life. Now, this is a good one. All of them are good, but this is a really good one. Uh, why not spend the precious time you have creating the life you want doing what you love? Have you ever thought that two weeks vacation was not enough? Or reason that there are better ways to spend your time than sit in traffic commuting twice a day? Or felt that wearing a suit wasn't necessary to prove you're professional and do good work? If so, then it's time to ditch the rules others have deemed most appropriate for you. It's time for you to make the rules of your own life instead. So, as Sonia writes, basically, to summarize that, you know, you only got one life. And, I, and I've said that many times in the program here. You've only got one life. Do what God wants you to do, which hopefully will be what you think you want to do. It may not be, as we said earlier in the program, but I can tell you this much. Even if God's plan doesn't match up to your plan, if you obey God's plan, you'll be a whole lot happier than you ever would have been doing your own plan without God's blessing. Reason number five, somebody's waiting on you. This is probably one of the biggest things a lot of people don't ever realize. If you have any experience in life at all, you have ideas and experiences that will help other people out. Your ideas matter, Sonia writes, and no matter how many people you reach, whether it's a small number, like Philip reached in that example we gave earlier in, in the first segment today, or a lot of people, no matter how many people you reach, the work you do has the ability to impact another soul. Don't deprive them of what you have to offer. And even though that thought is coming from what I would assume is a secular writer, that is exactly what God would have us all to understand. We, he created each and every one of us for a reason. And the career calling he wants us to pursue is one that he wants us to pursue for his glory by bringing his message to other people for their betterment. Some of us will bring that message through actually being in what is often referred to as full-time Christian service. Others will bring that message through their business or their workplace or whatever mission field God gives them through what other people might call secular work. But no work is secular if we're doing it because God called us to it and we're doing it for his glory. Every type of work can be uh, God's calling in our lives, all right? So just remember that, and uh, we'll link to that article, of course, as always, at careercallings.net slash radio. Oh, yes, thank you, Maestro. I forgot all about Johnny. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. You about made me jump out of my chair here, pal. I like that. Very good. Very good. Oh, my stars. Uh, goodness gracious. Well, let me just give you a quick tip. 
we're almost out of time here in this in this segment. So just a quick tip. Uh, many people often ask me, how how can I start the process of discovering God's calling in my life? And there's a lot to it. But uh, just if you want to kind of get your feet wet with a free tool, let me just point you out to a free to- tool called uh, Onet Interests Finder. I've mentioned many times onetonline.org is a website where you can do a lot of career research. But they have an interests finder that you can find uh, that you can use as well for free to kind of find out what your interests are and what kind of businesses or jobs might be in tune with that interest. I will link to that test, that free test, at careercallings.net slash radio. And I hope that will give you a great start to your new year. God bless from Career Callings.